Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah. Welcome back to Words and Wisdom Wednesdays. I'm Joe Bradford, and in this podcast, we talk a little bit about the ahadith that were collected by Imam al-Qudai in Musnad al-Shihab, which focus on three subjects, and that is al-hikam, uh, words of wisdom, al-mawa'id, words of admonishment, and al-adab, words of character and ethics. Last week, or last time, we talked about Prophet ﷺ statement Al-Majalisu Bil-Amana And I forgot to actually mention Who uh, collected that hadith That hadith was actually collected by Al-Khatib al-Baghdadi Rahimahullah in his book Tariq Baghdad from Ali Radiyallahu ta'ala Anhu And it is a Hassan hadith And it was also uh, narrated uh, Similar similar words narrated about, From Uthman ibn Affan and Abdullah ibn Abbas uh, by Abu Shaykh or Abu Shaykh in his book Tawbih. And as Siyuti ta'ala mentions it in Al Jami' Sagir. Uh, this week we're going to talk about another hadith which is very similar uh, to Al Majalis Subh Amana that our sittings are held in confidence or are held in trust. And that is the Prophet والسلام, saying, Al Mustasharu Mu'taman, that an advisor is is to be held in whereas an advisor is entrusted the advisor is entrusted so anytime we talked last time about this bifurcation you know of our public and private personalities so when we are private individuals there are certain things we do we say expectations of us when we're public individuals there are certain things we do we say that are expected of us and when a person fulfills a very specific role um, as being an advisor, then there is an expectation that they are being entrusted with something. Now, this hadith was narrated by Abu Dawood and Tirmidhi and Nasa'i and Ibn Majah. So, from the four Sunan. As Ibn Hajar mentions in Al Bulugh, he says, Al Arba, the four. So, it is narrated by all four Ashab Sunan from. Abu Hurairah and the meaning is that an advisor is entrusted what is he entrusted with he's entrusted with two things he's entrusted number one with those things which are said to him so therefore he is not allowed to disclose information about those people and things that he has been entrusted with. So he, can, unless there's some type of personal harm, unless there's some type of illegality that's going to come out of what he was told, then he cannot divulge that information to others. So he is entrusted in that sense with what he is given. He's also entrusted to give the best advice possible. So anything that he's asked, then he cannot speak to those things in the sense of what he sees as best for himself, but he must speak to them in the sense of what he sees as best for the one who's asking him. So he's a wakil, he's an agent in this and he's and the principle the agent you know the the agency principle in Islamic law is that ya'malu al-wakil li maslahati muwakkilihi an agent works for the benefit of his principal. So whoever appoints an agent, hires an employee, 
uh, uh, contracts or, or procures the, the services of an advisor, then the expectation is that you are not working for yourself and you should not be trying to enrich yourself um, from your advice. You are fee-based, you are upfront about your costs, and you generally look to do whatever is going to be in the best interests of the, the one who appointed you. Now, let's talk a little bit about enrichment. I think when we focus on these things, I mean, probably some of you listen, you say, oh, this is Joe Bradford, he's the finance guy. And he's probably going to talk a lot about finances. Let's talk about something different. Let's talk about the fact that we are not allowed to enrich ourselves financially from these types of dealings. Meaning that, you know, we surreptitiously, you know, somebody comes to us advice and we say, I've got the perfect deal for you. Go to this guy. And you don't disclose at all that you've set up a business deal with that guy already and you're getting a kickback. And we last we talked about the hadith of Ibn Lutbiya and the idea of kickbacks and gifts and uh, what they call collusion, you know, and muata'a and, uh, you know, suwariya, you know, um, overt contracts, which are, you know, or, I'm sorry, ostensive contracts, which are, are only performed, you know, for... Um, you know, for, for, for looks, and there's no real substance behind them, but you're, you're simply, uh, you know, you're, if, you, if you acted as advisor in this situation and you're really just trying to um, drive them towards, you know, some other business that you are secretly benefiting from, then your contract has become ostensive. It's become suwari. It has no real substance to it. And you've violated uh, the trust uh, and the condition of the contract known as al-ma'lumiyya, and that is, you know, the, the full knowledge of what's going on in contract. It's a form of deception, and deception is forbidden. Whoever deceives us is not from amongst us. But there's another type of enrichment, and this is the type of enrichment that I want to talk about. I actually did a Twitter, th- uh, Twitter thread on this type of enrichment um, a few months ago. And that is a type of enrichment where a person puts on a certain hat to uh, advise others. And they come to them with, you know, one hat of a certain type of advice. But in reality, they, you know, they, they, they're wearing the hat of an advisor, but they're, they're carrying the gavel of a judge. So, you know, if a person is acting as a mediator then they are to mediate and the f- and mediators are not judges they're not there to uh chastise you or make you feel um bad but they're to admonish you about the ethical implications of your actions and to see how they can best reconcile between you and the business partner that you're having a problem with they're not necessarily there to say who is absolutely right and absolutely wrong and how do we decide now, how do we issue a judgment against one party? That's not the. That's not what reconciliation is about. It's not what islah that al-bayn is about. Uh, that is that is the the purview of a judge of a qali. But the person who is a muslih, who is a you know, who is involved in in reconciliation and and, and forms of mediation, 
is a person who is trying to find that which is best for all parties involved and what happens is is we get this we get this almost you know spiritual negative spiritual enrichment in that when we are putting on a hat in which we are entrusted by others to help them through difficult issues we can sometimes uh, allow our our nafs you know our, our our soul and our desire to uh, to show who's right and who's wrong overtake us and forget that it's not about us fulfilling our own desires to see who is right and who's wrong. It is about us trying to bring peace to a situation in which we really don't have any skin in the game. And when we don't have any skin in the game, then we, we, are, we have to do our best to bring about the best result for those two parties and not try to uh, fulfill a role that's not ours. So that's... That's another, that's another idea that has to be taken into consideration. So, uh, you know, al mustashar, um, that you know the the person who is an advisor, whose who's, his istishara, his advice is being sought, and the idea of mustashar istishara istishara comes from talabul ishara that you're you're asking someone to point something out to you. So, when you don't act in the best interests of that person when you don't act in the best interests of what will put them ahead, even if they'll take, you know, a loss by reconciling with a business partner, um, but that would be what would be best for them overall, then it is important for you to put that out there and not do what you simply think would be best for yourself if you were in that situation, but to do what would be best for them in the situation they find themselves in. And if you don't find, if you don't tell them what would be best for them, then you have betrayed their trust. And this is why many of our scholars, rahimahumullah ta'ala, of the past, they used to say that in nasiha, this idea of, of, of nusr, of sincere advice, is derived from the Arabic word nasaha, which has several meanings. It has the meaning of clarity, has the meaning of purity, it has the meaning of beautification. And Nasiha is not that I tell you what I think is best for you or I if I were you, if I were you this is what I would do that's not nasiha that's me informing you of my own opinion nasiha is when I tell you all of the possible outcomes all of the possibilities that are involved in your decision making process and then say I believe that out of these 5 uh, options Options three and options five are probably the best for you. Options one and options two are probably the best for you. Or all of them are good except for option four. I give you the tools to make the decision. I don't make the decision for you. I give you the ability to work through the issue and find out what's best for yourself. Because I'm an advisor. I'm simply there to point something out. I'm not there to make the decision for you. And this is why personally, in my, in my personal financial practice, my, my ethical advisory that I run, I tell people that my job isn't to make financial decisions for you because I'm not a licensed, you know, registered financial uh, representative, registered financial advisor, registered investment advisor, RIA. I'm an ethical, ethical advisor and my, and my goal is not to tell you that put your money here, put your money there. 
My goal is to help you remove the fear that you have of making a choice in the first place. My goal, my, my purpose, is to help you work through the decision-making process so that on your own you will be able to see that which is best for yourself through my advice and through my, uh, the information that I provide for you. So, to sum up, Al-Mustasharu Mu'taman, narrated by the four Sunan, the advisor is entrusted. He's entrusted with what? He's entrusted with keeping silent about all of those things that are confidential and private. And he is not to disclose them. And then secondly, he is entrusted with giving good advice for the benefit of the one who has entrusted him. That's all we've got for today. This is Words and Wisdom Wednesdays. Wa sallallahu wa sallam ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.